<laughs> yeah, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, and it's a little calico. Like I love the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we like themes around here, so yeah, Cinder. Because <laughs> I have Phoenix and I have Ash and we had Ember and now mm-hmm. we have Cinder. Yeah. Because we're nerds. <laughs> and that'll change when the Fire Nation attacked. Yeah. <laughs> My house would be safe. Well, and like like the real test was actually when she got up on the edge of the couch. Mm. Because Phoenix and Ash's, Ash's uh, enclosures are right there. Right. And she got up there and Ash looked at her. Phoenix looked at her. They just kind of had a staring competition. And everybody seemed fine. And I'm like, okay, that's they, step one. <laughs> they looked at you. And you looked at me. Looked at me. And you looked at you. And you looked at me. So, anyways. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I'm Rick. I'm Brian. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Dead on the Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi tabletop As I'm standing here surrounded by Mantic product. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you got... Uh, a lot of stuff uh, brought over. Uh, but, and, <laughs> before we get too too deep into the weeds here, I did want to mention uh, this is episode 136 uh, for Deads on the podcast. Uh, and, Holy and, crap! And uh, it marks it marks the finale, if you will, of uh, the th- at least three years that we've been running the show. Three years! Oh my god, we've been doing this for three years. We've been doing this for three years now. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah, you think our audio quality would be getting better, which it will. No, it will. Sure, in the future. I, I like our audio quality, right? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but, but we are we are making uh, uh, things happen. Um, you know, we we spoke to you know Thunderforge Studio. We had our last episode there. Yes. And uh, what a fantastic place that is. Uh, Isn't it? Some really great people, a really great studio, and we hope to do much more with them uh, moving forward here. Uh, Oh, wait. Wait, so we're not retiring? No. I can't retire for quite a few years yet. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get that 401k going (laughs) some point. The podcast pays for that? Yeah. Probably. You haven't cut me a check. There's something we're going on here. I mean, I cut my half of the. <laughs> oh, okay. I see how it is. That, that check should be in the mail, right? Um, ah, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no. So so just wanted to to kind of put a, a note on that, um, and just to say that uh, you know, uh, coming coming up. You know, we have basically the the start of of season four for us, uh, and and that is likely going to have a whole lot of Michigan GT content. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, realistically, starting with this episode, which if you're listening to it, that means you're either taking a break from the GT because <laughs> you already beat me in firefight, or you're getting ready for Dead Zone tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, this episode's gonna to say that. come out like two days before the GT uh, kicks <laughs> off. So uh, we're we're gonna be pretty pretty busy with that. So we're recording a little bit ahead of time. Um, but speaking of the GT itself, I know you were about to tell us about all this Mantic product that you have. Oh yeah, so out of the blue, uh, on a whim, I went to Chicago and hooked up with Pat. Had lunch. Uh, he took actually. He took me to one of the oldest gaming stores in the Chicago area. Oh, cool! Um, apparently, it's a huge spot. Like Rob and Jack, every time they go there, they have to go there. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I can see why. Yeah, so much stuff, and like, <laughs> like these guys know what they're doing because they got some classic stuff too. 
Um, mm. Some, like, TSR Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was a pretty impressive store. Uh, but Pat told me he wanted to pick wanted me to pick up some stuff for uh, the Mantic players at the GT and for the GT itself. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I mean, I took the Equinox... And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to grab a box or two. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, boy, did he load the car. <laughs> uh, so additional prize support for Dead Zone, Firefight, and Kings of War. Nice. Um, but on top of that, so the first 75 people at registration on Friday... And the first 75 people at registration on Saturday get swag from Mantic Games. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I, super <laughs> impressed. Uh, now I'm again, jealous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sometimes it works that way. We don't, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> what I what I love is that the firefight players and the. the Dead Zone players and mm-hmm. maybe a couple of the Kings of War guys are actually going to get um, the DM screen for Star Saga. Oh, fun. And the acrylic tokens. Yes. Those are nice. And, and, hey, and the fact is, those tokens can be used in Dead Zone and or Firefight. And, and uh, just to throw it out there, that DM screen is also really nice because it, it, it basically, on the inside of it, it just has like a, a, a sleeve uh, for like a, a regular, um, I forget if it's a regular size sheet of paper or if it's a, a slightly trimmed down. It's slightly one. smaller. But yeah, uh, it's a trimmed down slide. Yeah, you basically you can slide in whatever rules that you want to have. So you could you could yeah use this for other uh, RPG uh, sci-fi games out there, like if, for for those that are in the, like the Starfinder crowd and and stuff like I mean, that. All things considered, technically, I could pull it out and use it for the GI Joe and Transformer role playing games. <laughs> true, true. Just saying, just yeah. saying. It's it's a nice it's a nice screen, uh, and I really like that that ability for you know putting in your own own rule set. Yes, because it, it'll be yes, like indeed. rules that are relevant to like what you can't remember. <laughs> uh, yep. That, that was always the thing with me and 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 DM screens was just like okay, I, I guess. I might need to know this information, but I'm always trying to figure out how does grappling work again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's amazing over the years with D and D uh, DM screens, like the, the amount of information they give you mm-hmm. and you only actually use like maybe 10 pieces out of it. <laughs> and you still have all your books open going, Hey, Oh yeah, there's grapple. There's grapple. <laughs> But no, that's that's really cool that uh, we're gonna have some some mantic uh, giveaways, especially uh, coming out the gate, which will which will dovetail nicely into you know we're we're planning to have quite a few demos going for a lot of these different yes. games. So yes, indeed, and it sounds like uh, Jack Johnson is coming up with Pat, so Ooh. he'll be here as well. Recently uh, engaged. Congratulations, Jack Johnson. Yeah, he just got recently engaged, too. Like, what's up with the Jacks getting engaged? Yeah, Jack Johnson and John Jack got, both of them got engaged. Separately. (laughs) Separately, not to each other. Uh, (laughs) But congratulations to both of them. Uh, Yes. And uh, Uh, it'll be good seeing them. And sadly, we won't see John Jack this year. Yeah. Uh, But it's understandable. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. COVID kind of ate up a whole bunch of his PTO after uh, Gen Con. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. And that. now he has a Halloween wedding, so his October is going to be full as it is. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, because that'll be, you know, at the time this episode airs, uh, like a month away. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah. Like 31 days away. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, it sounds like we got we got some fun stuff lined up at the Michigan GT. Yes, we do. I'm excited. And it is coming up fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so obviously you guys are listening to this a day or two before the GT. We're recording it a week and a half before. Yeah, about a week and a half before. Uh, and I'm sitting here going, I got stuff to do. 
<laughs> I I have those same strong feelings. Uh, I know for for me, uh, it doesn't look like but like as of right now with um with our signups, which which have really gone up, uh, and I'm really yes. happy to see. Uh, I'm I'm super stoked. We have at least six people coming for firefight. Likely seven. Uh, I've I've heard rumors Wait, that what? there might be one more coming. Ooh, um, that means you'll have to be a ringer. Which means I will likely have to be a ringer, which I am I am down for. Uh, my that team. means I have a chance not to be last. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm man. I'm super excited. I I hope like even if I don't get to play in the tournament. I hope that I get to demo the game or something like that throughout the weekend. Oh, because yeah. I, I've been chomping at the bit to get more firefight in. Because uh, I, I think I said last time, like, I really, like, so, something about this rule set just speaks to me on, on a whole extra level. Uh, and I just I just really enjoy playing this game. Um, it's sleek. It's smooth. And, like, it's not, for the most part, it's not unbalanced. Yeah. Um, I found a little bit of unbalanced stuff, but I'm also like anti-Asterians anyways. Um, (laughs) I I know, I know that's, that's starting to like, you know, come through the woodwork. I think is, is a lot of people now that's now that these lists are out, like, like, and even like, um, we've said in the past, you know, we were uh, a little bit involved in the the beta for firefight uh, version two. And, and there was a pretty, significant um change there was a number of significant changes from the beta that we got to play to the final product which uh, yes you know i at least i go on record as saying i think they were all for the better like i think they really enhanced the game uh, with those changes and give each faction their own flavor um, oh, oh yeah it's definitely like the flavor for each of the factions is there um and it, it's i mean it's really fun like so i say that i'm an anti-asterian but <laughs> Like, you know you're playing against the Starians. Yeah. You know you know you're playing against these resilient little Forge Fathers. Mm-hmm. You know that you're going to be playing against very scrappy but well organized Marauders. Yeah. And mm. sneaky little vermin. <laughs> <laughs> and the the GCPS are are very like move and cover kind of uh, with with yeah. their their flavor. Like they're they're a mobile infantry. <laughs> Uh, very much so. Um, and then the enforcers just like, well, they do what their job is. They enforce. They, they, they clear everybody out of the way. They enforce. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, and so definitely psyched for Firefight. We do have Armada uh, going on at the same time um, as as that tournament. I think we have enough players to, to run it now, which looks uh, really cool. It's it's one of those things, uh, I think we just, we, we haven't had a chance to really kind of generate the buzz around it. I do think there yeah. we have a number of players uh, that are interested within our kind of respective gaming groups. Um, yep. And so it's just kind of a matter of uh, like getting those folks together, getting to play the game a little bit more. And, um, and, and I think they'd be comfortable playing, but uh, you know, as of right now, I, I know we had four people signed up for that. Uh, so that'll be moving forward. And, I think that'll be a really good time too. That was a huge hit at at Adepticon. Yes, um, yes, we had a lot of fun with it at Adepticon. Mm-hmm. And and like I I played it again recently because uh, I ran a couple demos of it. Um, and like, you know, I, I I will say like sometimes going through the book is like, man, this is a very wordy way to say this thing. <laughs> but, yep. But it kind of needs to be like. So, some parts of it really kind of needed that extra explanation because then it just like it all clicks and it makes sense. It's like okay, yeah, that makes sense that I can only do this, that, and the other thing uh, if I'm if I'm approaching it this way. So um, yeah. yeah, so Armada is going to be great. So so those are both at four on Friday. Yep. Um, and Wait, I, both are at four. Four no. p.m. I'm- Oh, 4 p.m. Hey, really? Yes. Boy. It's a good thing I take the day off. <laughs> yeah, though they're going to get a little a little on the late side. I know I'm going to be coming right from work um, shortly before. Yeah. Then, so, um, and then, uh, you know, Saturday we have the, the Grand Prix, 
which is the big Kings of War tournament. Uh, yep. Excellent time. They they have some uh, Blake and uh, uh, Michael Carter uh, run that, and uh, they always have a little extra flavor. They have a basically a chariot, a special character that they uh, let people take in the event and has a whole bunch of extra objectives surrounded that. Um, and so that, uh, that runs, I think it's, I think they're like doing sign up around eight 30 or so, but starts at nine and goes till about six. Um, yeah. and then six o'clock we have dead zone. Um, I'll be, I'll be running that event. And, uh, and so we have four games of 175 points. Because uh, it's the best point level. It is. It is a pretty sweet <laughs> point level. I, I've been like playing around with some more lists at that level, and I feel like we could take. You get to take a little bit more than you you would uh, in from second edition. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. like in third edition, you get to bring just a little bit more, uh, so you can. Uh, you know, you're no longer just like I have my one main uh, strength my force and just a little side thing. Now it's like, I've got a main thing and a secondary thing and a little bit of a tertiary thing uh, that I can fit <laughs> in there. If I, if I play my points, right. It'll be interesting. So you have, so Dom is coming back. Yep. And of course Dom hasn't played. Actually, I don't think Dom's actually played a game since last GT. Yeah, um, possibly. Hey, amusingly enough, he will bring, bringing enforcers that I've created the list for. <laughs> um, and then another newer player, uh, DeAndre, who mm. amusingly enough works for me. Um, <laughs> he will be playing the plague that again, a list I created. Um, so though I might not be playing, I have my list. That <laughs> You're will there be in, in spirit. <laughs> yes. Well, um, We'll have to see. Like right now, we're at ten. Uh, ten folks signed up for it, and I have reason to believe we might get uh, maybe two more. Um, I'm, I'm still shaking some trees and being like, "Hey guys, I noticed you're not on the list yet." <laughs> um, but I know I know some folks that are interested, so uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, see. You know, there might be a rainer spot for you if, if well, you we'll are so inclined. <laughs> If not, I'll have, I'll have I my am. I'll have my uh, ringer set uh, on hand. Your rebs. <laughs> or if uh, or if if uh, you know Jack Johnson wants to take a break. <laughs> I, yep. Well, see that's the thing. Like for my ringer lists, it's like uh, GCPS or Maison Labs. Like it's it's just kind of what I want to show off, not necessarily sure. what I want to like win with. <laughs> I don't know. Maison Labs is pretty rough. I'm I'm just saying, like, when it's Rebs, I gotta play to win. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And you bring those monkeys, and it always seems to rip everything. It, it they do. They rip it good. Um, to quote Beyblade. And uh, but no, so so Dead Zone is shaping up uh, really well. I hope people, um, you know. Well, We'll try to wrap up in a timely fashion, uh, but I knew I, I know I have us blocked off till like eleven. Uh, eh, it's all right. It's a Saturday night. Yeah, and then um, you know Sunday we have the the second day of the the Kings of War Grand Prix. Of Kings of War. Yep. So yep. those guys will wrap up. Uh, they I think they start at ten uh, that day, so uh, makes it it's a little bit easier, <laughs> I think, for the people well, that yeah. do stay up late. Uh, to make the 10 a.m. lets them check out of the rooms and stuff like that. Uh, it's not yes. it's not as early a wake up call. Um, as as mentioned before, uh, we weren't able to fit in the Dreadball events uh, this year. Uh, I do hope to to change that in the future. Um, I, I you know still still love the game. Uh, it was just yep. one of those things where it's like, in the grand scheme, I'm kind of running all of the sci-fi events. Um, Sorry, and still uh, need to be able to help out with some other stuff. So it's like, okay, we're just we, we want to go with something that we can manage. Um, yeah, and 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 still make it a really fun time. So yes, exactly. And I mean, it's also that whole new hotness with firefight second edition. Yeah, yeah, with with firefight dropping, you know, and and coming in hot, like people are really digging this game. 
you might have to correct me on this, but I think this is actually the first U.S. tournament. I believe we will be. Uh, I think that I think that is a true statement. Um, if if there is a correction to that statement, feel free to reach out to us on Dead Zone the Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll check afterwards and you'll put it in the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I think... Uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there have been some UK, UK events already, but I think this will, yes. be, this will be the, the first, first US, uh, US one. North America. Mm-hmm. So yep, it's it's exciting exciting times. Hey there, I'm Brian, and I'm Rick. This is Blaine. You are listening to Dead Zone the podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. I'm really hoping some of those people that you know get these box sets um, when they when they go to get their their badges and stuff, go and say, hey, oh, I got some free time. Let me go check out these games. Yep, exactly. And then and then they'll be hooked uh, because they already have a starter box or whatever. Um, and they'll be able to go over and see Pat and get more. Yes, because <laughs> uh, he is going to have a gigantic booth. Yes. Uh, he has uh, essentially, so it's really cool. So this year, the vending area has changed. Mm. It's all against the wall. I, cornered. Yeah. So you actually don't have that behind like we had last year. Yeah, I I think uh, I, I know. I saw the the schematic um, that they yep. posted on online for the the event organizers and seeing that, like, I th- I think that will work a lot better. Uh, there'll definitely be a lot more visibility for folks. Um, and I can't remember if Pat got the one right next to the door, or if you look at the schematics, it might be the one that's right next to us. You know, I wouldn't Which be opposed to awesome. being right next to us, because <laughs> then it's you know then our tables are right there. Um, hey, yep. You know, we can have stuff set up uh, for like, hey, you know, we did the quick demo game here. We've got stuff set up over here. Uh, go go play to your heart's content. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I'm really excited for this this event. Uh, you know, it it is that is it it is that funny thing where it's like it takes a little bit to get those those folks to register. <laughs> to, uh, yeah. To get those it, numbers in. It's funny how that works. Um, but but you know, I'm really happy with the number that we've got uh, coming to these these games. And, you know, I'd, I'd always love more, but uh, I was also starting to do the math of like, okay, uh, with this many people, I need to have this much terrain ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, so I asked Pat about scenery and he's probably going to bring some scenery, mm-hmm. but we do, between the two of us, we have enough for the amount of tables that we need. Yes. It's just really slim. Yeah. Not slim in the fact that we're going to have scarce scenery on the board. No, our boards will have an adequate amount of scenery uh, for the games that we like to play. Probably more than adequate um, to some people's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but it's also going to be, it may be some of our dead zone scenery will be used Friday night for firefight, which mm-hmm. is pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's great that the terrain doubles. You know, you can use it in, in both. Yeah. Uh, and, use it in both, and it works. And like speaking of terrain, uh, like so that's been something I've been really working out uh, a lot on. Yes, you have. And uh, so, so for one thing, um, I uh, I have I had a whole bunch of the the Tyco Starport uh, from from Corvus Gaming Terrain, three uh, D printed yep. stuff. Uh, I, I have a huge amount of that uh, printed off, or you know, I guess I guess I have a table's worth <laughs> of, of that of that stuff, um, and I uh, really like how it's come together. I've been painting it in a similar scheme to uh, some of my early like Mantic terrain stuff. I, I like still love Mantic terrain, but this stuff is kind of durable and easy to transport. So uh, yeah. this, this might be my new traveling kit. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. 
and that and that way, like my my antics, uh terrain can really again maybe make even some some bigger, uh, neater things that that can kind of stay home. And uh, for my home games, we can have some really neat things. Uh, you mean like Jared's? <laughs> yeah, Jared's got some really cool stuff. Uh, but uh, so I've been I've been painting up a lot of that. I just have at this time I have two buildings left to paint. Uh, a one a single cube one and a one double uh, cube one, and uh, they're they're both kind of like restaurant style uh, things. So they're I, I got a nice uh, I think variety out of out of the terrain I've put together for that. And cool. uh, I know I I know I've sent you pictures of it. I think it it looks good from yes, a distance. Just don't look too close. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you played a two foot range. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll look great. And then, uh, kind of, uh, as, as a matter of fact, uh, last year at the Michigan GT, uh, our good buddy, Uke, uh, had, had created some MDF terrain, uh, that, yeah. that had like, uh, some like really fun green acrylics to it. And it, it has a really Very good cyberpunk. Yeah. It's got a great cyberpunk feel to it. And so I actually wound up trying out a new paint style, um, which isn't too different than some of my other painting skills. Uh, but <laughs> but it was it was a hundred percent spray paint, and it was uh, to get a little like a neon cyber you know, uh, you know cyberpunk kind of feel to it. I had a, like a dark blue as the base, and then like from from high angles and different edges and stuff, I hit it with like this kind of neon teal um and like a nice bright color that contrasted the blue and when you combine that with those green acrylics it looks really good <laughs> i'm really happy with how that turned out and uh and so uh i think the last thing i want to do on those is i do want to add a little bit of of um not not highlighting but i I do want to indicate where cubes are going to be um, because they, they don't quite fit into the dead zone cube. Uh, in, in some cases, they, they fit like in one dimension. Uh, they're the correct. But then in another dimension, they're kind of longer uh, just by a little bit. But you can line them up in such a way where they they fit nicely. They're not they're not overly, you know, sprawling pieces. They're, I think, Three lawn is is the longest one, so like you can just line up that middle piece and they fit in pretty pretty snugly. Um, so I'm just gonna do some some lining so you can tell like when you're on you know standing on that platform you know exactly where your cube is. Uh, I suppose I could have done that that video I keep hinting at that I need to do. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> yes. here's here's how to make uh, you know how how to add cubes to terrain that's not cubes, uh, but uh, I don't know if I'll have time to do that before uh, before the event here. So I'll I'll do that in the future. We've got we've got some time. Oh, we got plenty of time. We got a whole another season. Yeah, plenty. Uh, oh. Plenty of time for us to make promises on content that we might not get to. Yeah, that we struggle because of life. Yeah, yeah, it is a busy time. Uh, what, what, uh, what kind of? And that's that's been been kind of like the painting projects and stuff that I've been working on is really yeah. kind of pumping through uh, terrain. So, uh, what kind of projects do you have? I <laughs> so for the most part, actually, it's been just my Marauders for Firefight. Um, between between doing the two podcasts, between helping out at Thunder Force Studios plus my job, and having two kids in sports, um, you're not busy. My at all. hobby time, not not at all. My hobby time has kind of shrunk, but at the same time, I've been having a blast painting my Marauders. So I have two weeks left, and I have two and a half models left to paint. Well, there you go. That's not too bad. Um, I have my weapons team, goblins, and I have the new ones. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love these goblins. <laughs> like, I want a firefight, at least a dead zone goblin army with these goblins. They are so <laughs> awesome looking. 
Um, and then I have about half of my stunt bot to finish. Nice. And 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 what, um, what was your painting theme for these guys? <laughs> so a long time ago, <laughs> before we had the podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been a big GI Joe fan. Um, and if people couldn't tell, I'm also a, a villains fan. <laughs> So I absolutely love Cobra and I had created a ton of enforcers and with Rob mm-hmm. did uh, fan based lists for additional Cobra and GI Joe lists. Um, and we actually played a game at Adepticon a while back. Uh, that was GI Joe versus Cobra. And you, you played that against <laughs> well, coach, right? Or, uh, or, yeah, or did actually, you guys not quite get to that game? Because I remember it was... Coach and I didn't night. get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I was looking at paint schemes, and I grabbed a Marauder, and I painted up in this blue and light blue color theme. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, dude, that's Cobra. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I did it again. Nice. So yes, uh, my entire Marauders is themed on Cobra. Um, so even like my grunt bots that I've taken have the there was a there was a Cobra mech uh, that looked like a snake. Oh yeah, like it had black arms and black legs, but then in the, its body, the front torso was the head of a cobra. Right. Uh, all, the, all the way into the face. Um, so I painted up both of my grunt box like that. Um, the mules are kind of based loosely between the Hiss tank um, and their Jeep. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my commando captain, I did a head swap, um, and he is completely Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Very nice. I'm having fun with it. <laughs> as, as you should. What's up, everyone? I'm Andrew. And I'm Coach. From Family Gamers 777 on YouTube. And you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Do you think they'll be upset that our audio is better than theirs? Nah. Rick will probably just laugh it off. <laughs> Told you. But you know, I, I'm having fun with it, but I've also, uh, as soon as I saw John Carter was on the list to play in Firefight, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like putting my paintbrush down because that boy is going to win our best painted. He's definitely I a have no doubt. I have no doubt that he's going to pull some crazy theme out. I remember... God, what was it, it like three Adepticons ago? It was, it was that we the, had Firefight the, first edition. The first edition of Firefight when that uh, that came out. I think that was the and same year as Vanguard, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So that was like my first Guardians year. Of the uh, Galaxy. Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's fine. He did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, a hundred percent Mantic. Yeah. It looked so awesome. It was really cool, and it was like a whole bunch of Rebs. Uh, minis standing in uh, for GCPS, yep. which was a lot of fun. And he's also done the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. which for one of his revs list, which, which was ridiculous. I have reason to believe might make another appearance. Oh dear, it's fun. Maybe I'm glad I'm not the ringer <laughs> for Dead Zone. <laughs> but no, it's... I don't want to play against that list. Yeah, it, it's it's always good when those guys uh, get together and getting some games in against them. That, that's that's kind of the funny thing. It's like uh, at least at least like I know in Kings of War, I'll never play against John Carter unless it's my first game. First game, <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, you know he he is he is an absolute pleasure uh, to to play with. Um, oh yeah, and uh, he's a blast to play against. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think we're going to have a really fun time with him at the tournaments. and uh, Yes, we will. Oh, very cool. So um, I think th- there's one more 
uh, topic that I had on our our docket, apart from the list building challenge, which uh, I do want to yes. set aside some time because that you know uh, my my <laughs> challenge was a little bit more involved this time around. Um, it was. But uh, I do, you know, it is worth mentioning uh, for those that might not have seen the news. Uh, Rob Berman is, uh, you know, a good friend of the show, is stepping back from Mantic uh, for right now. He's he's going to go back to the university uh, to learn how to do good yep. things uh, like words and stuff and learn how. To... I bet you he's going to be a little uh, computer goblin. He might become a little computer goblin. He's going to, he's, he's just scheming up a way to bring like that goblin army uh you know <laughs> into into firefight full force he's like he'll just come back with like reams of of like spreadsheets and stuff and go ronnie i figured it out <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but, but you know absolutely you know best wishes to you rob you've been an absolute pleasure to have on the show uh wish you all the best um, and, yes. and hope, you know, hope to hear from you, uh, in the future, you know, it'd be great if you could still make it out to like Adepticon and stuff, just to, just to get some games in. Um, but, oh, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, definitely a little bit of a change, uh, of the guard as, as it were. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think Mantic is in a great spot. Uh, and I, I, you know, like I said, I wish, wish Rob all the best in his future endeavors. Uh, yes indeed thank you for everything yes Rob. thank you so much and uh kind of with that i think should we pivot to, <laughs> to you know speaking of the list building uh yeah let's talk about this challenge that you were given yeah so so uh last time i had mentioned that i had been like really diving into halo again i've been playing it with my my younger brother online uh, and like kind of with that, I, I've also like really dove back into the lore of it and been reading a lot of the books. And sure, uh, it, it is one of those things. Like when I when you start doing that, you kind of find it. It is a very rich uh, universe and setting. Um, but you know, cu- coupled with that, uh, you had challenged me to uh, you know kind of not only make a, a Halo themed list. Um, but to, to, you know, kind of take it that step further and it's like, okay, what, what would you do if you made, you know, Halo in in Dead Zone, uh, essentially. And so I have a, I have a list that is not a, a, uh, strike team. Sure. So I have a number of those as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so this is what I did is I, I basically went, okay, uh, let's, let's take a look at, Units that we we interact with within the Halo uh, franchise, and uh, how might they fit into, um, you know, the the Warpath setting? Uh, so so okay. uh, I kind of went from from that respect, and so you know, let's start with the the human force uh, from Halo, the UNSC um, forces. Uh, our our good buddy John John Spartan. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 117 is is uh, allied with these guys, so these are your human allies throughout the games. Uh, for those that that aren't familiar, uh, and they're 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 scrappy space marines. Uh, and by space marines, I mean like the kind from Aliens. They're actual. They're they're <laughs> they, actual. They, space they are marines in space. Um, yes. And and man, I remember growing up, we we had all sorts of discussions like, why are they marines when they work with the navy? Uh, or why is it a navy if you're in space? But anyway, uh, so <laughs> the the most direct correlation for the UNSC forces, I think we can all agree, is the GCPS. Um, and yep. and uh, I kind of have a little breakdown here. Uh, and and you can kind of treat these like, uh, and this this pun is intended as well as appropriate. These are like elite lists. Uh, for yep. uh, for those that played uh, second edition and had some of the expansion books, they were basically a specific. Oh, first edition, man. Well, they were in first edition as well. 
Um, yes, they were. But uh, I know that's before your yeah, time. Yeah, it is a little bit before my time. <laughs> uh, I experienced them through second edition, uh, through like Nexus Psy and Contagion and, yep. and Infestation. Um, so in in those um, in those expansions, they had uh, basically lists for for. Uh, different factions, but they basically had like a set leader, and that leader would take specific types of units with them into battle. Yes, um, and there was there was very little that you could trade out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like your troops were, you could chain out a couple of the troops, but it wasn't necessarily like I could change this troop in, from an enforcer to a pathfinder. No, it was this enforcer to this enforcer. Mm-hmm. They were very specific lists. Yeah, and and like the one that always comes to my mind is like the uh, the the Adrian uh, Novolovsky, uh, the Rebs, oh, yeah. the Rebs uh, elite list, uh, which had uh, you know they they paint that character as you know while most of us you know tend to think you know the the rebellion itself is is built on you know good and uh, and the goodwill towards others and whatnot. Uh, Adrian comes from a different playbook in that she's kind of a terrorist and the survey drones, uh, that you could That's take. That's what all rebs are. The survey drones you could take, uh, had, came with boom three. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, so you could have your survey drones be little remote suicide bombs. Um, but, uh, anyway, to circle back to what we're talking about this time is, uh, basically, that that kind of concept being applied in, into this uh, setting here. So there w- there will be some things uh, that you could normally take in these faction lists that just don't quite fit uh, in the setting uh, or this in this theme. Uh, and so uh, you kind of have to build a list around that um, that change. So uh, starting out out the gate, we have uh, the the UNSC Marines. And I think it's pretty appropriate that the Corporation Marines fit that bill. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, you know, following up next is Marines. They had um, there. There's Marines that came with what we call battle rifles in the game, which were more of like a, a semi-automatic carbine. Uh, that uh, I think is a good fit for the Corporation veterans. Uh, so just to kind of differentiate those two uh, types of units. OD, ODSTs, which is uh, Orbital Drop Shock Troopers. Uh, these guys basically get sent in through these like little rocket shuttles um, and and just dropped into uh, a war war zone uh, from space in some cases. And uh, and I thought you know they are pretty pretty solid fit for Rangers. Uh, they are they are an elite unit within uh, the Halo universe. And uh, I think that that's quite appropriate for the Rangers with their aerial deployment. Um, and then uh, the Mongoose, which is this uh, kind of four-wheeler you get to ride around in, I thought would be a good fit for the mono wheel. So we get a little bit of the vehicle flavors. Uh, that's actually something in Halo that, you know, vehicles actually play a pretty significant role uh, in, in the gameplay itself. Um, especially for the humans, it kind of helps... Uh, uh, they, they're technologically uh, kind of the underdogs in a lot of these engagements, and so the vehicles are kind of a good e- an equalizer for them. Um, with this being Dead Zone, I don't have a lot of those kind of configured. I just kind of went with the Dead yeah. Zone uh, options as far as vehicles were concerned. Um, and, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's basically just a Marine running around on, on a little four-wheeler, or in this case, a single-wheeler. <laughs> uh, next up is, uh, you know, you, ha- you had a lot of different weapon turret options uh, in the games. And so I thought, you know, we've got, yep. we got weapons teams, right? We, so we have the burst laser and the missile launcher. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, uh, arcing-style artillery in, in the Halo games. And so uh, I kind okay. of I kind of ruled out the uh, the mortar team. I think I left uh, the option to to include grenade launchers just because uh, you know it, it is still nice to kind of have those. Uh, Flamethrowers were still well, a thing sure. uh, for some of those other special weapons for the regular Marines. 
but uh, um, yeah. So those are those are kind of the two weapon team options. And then uh, I, I kind of figured so the the leaders are pretty pretty much the same. Like all all of those fit yeah. really well uh, within the setting. Um, but I did want to add in here. So you know, I, as I mentioned before, uh, the Master Chief, the titular. Uh, I guess not titular because the game's called Halo, not Master Chief. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there's an elite unit that uh, works with the UNSC uh, in the form of the Spartans. And uh, and I thought, you know, it would be great to have the living legend Lieutenant Commander Roca uh, as a stand-in for, for a Spartan uh, joining their team. So it is, you know, it is a, a you know... A, Character essentially out of another list uh, that's in a class of his well, it'd own. Well, be kind of like a merc. It'd be kind of like taking a mercenary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's that's kind of the UNSC forces, and in a nutshell, uh, there's there's you know some wiggle room uh, around that, but I thought that would be kind of a good core one to one list for them. Uh, and so I have a few more because uh, there's there's a okay. number of factions. Uh, in this game, actually. Uh, well, yeah. And so the Spartans uh, are part of kind of a, a CIA-esque uh, entity within the uh, the UNSC forces called Oni. And I thought that that makes perfect sense for these Spec Ops guys uh, to be the enforcers since they are the ones that uh, <laughs> create the Spartans. And, uh, and the Spartans are... A pretty solid one-to-one, uh, both thematically and uh, and by design, uh, fit that Spartan bill. You know, they're bigger uh, folks. They've been uh, genetically enhanced. Uh, they they have special armor and, and access to all these amazing weapons. And so you have the um, there's different classes of Spartan, and so most of them that we uh, interact with in the game are called the Spartan Twos. Uh, they're the second series, and so uh, I have them as kind of your your everyday uh, enforcer operative, uh, and that can also contain you know all access to all the heavy weapons that they can uh, load out with. It, it works out that their missile launcher is one that one person can carry instead of having a whole weapons team for it. Um, but I think <laughs> again, it kind of works thematically. Um, and yeah. then, uh, you know, as, as Spartan 2 uh, heavy, there are some bigger, bulkier ones uh, within the games. Uh, I thought, you know, those guys uh, fit in really well for peacekeepers, uh, just, you know, just bigger Spartan 2s. Um, and then you have oh. the Pathfinders, uh, which I think uh, fit well as the Spartan 3s. Uh, so within, within the lore... Uh, this was the next series of Spartans that were being created in secret uh, to kind of be, in, in, in the context of the lore, kind of a more uh, faster to create, uh, more disposable <laughs> uh, group of, of Spartans. <laughs> uh, there aren't many of them left, as you can imagine. Um, I, I mean, heck, there's not many Spartan 2s left by the end of these books and games and stuff, so... But they, they're, they're basically, they have a lot of the same uh, as the Spartan 2s, uh, but they are, uh, uh, you know, a lot, and in some cases they are younger. <laughs> and so they're, they're not quite in, into the full suit of armor yet. Um, and then <laughs> uh, as kind of the last point on there is, uh, you know, in the, in the games, you get a whole mess of different kinds of vehicles, um, one of which is like a little uh, VTOL, you know, a little aircraft that they can hop into as like a single helicopter cockpit kind of thing. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's an Enforcer jet bike <laughs> uh, to, to kind of fit them in the setting. Like, again, like I said, um, vehicles were really integral to the, the video games. So making sure that we got a yeah. little bit of that flavor in here. This is Kevin Riddle, and you're listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. That's right, Riddle. Not Reed Lay, not Reed La, not Rydell, not Riddell. Riddle. Just like it's spelled. 
Now, so that's that's kind of the human forces. Um, and there are kind of three other factions uh, at play in, in Halo, and we'll, we'll go into them. So the Covenant are the, the kind of main uh, antagonists for a lot of the Halo games. Uh, they're, they're the instigator in this big uh, intergalactic war. And, uh, and they are, are constantly, like, hunting humans down and glassing their planets. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's, and, and humanity is kind of outclassed by these guys. Um, but the Covenant itself is an alien, uh, uh, like, conglomerate uh, of, of different alien species that have all kind of been brought under this one uh, theocracy. Uh, there's, you know, it's, it's a religious-based um, uh Form of government that's also incredibly tyrannical, as you can imagine. Um, so, sure. uh, so I thought we have elites. Um, I, I won't go into all their actual names. Um, I'll go with the video game ones. Okay. Uh, so elites, which are the main kind of the big tall aliens uh, that you fight, they're kind of half predator, half uh, um, I guess kind of half alien, uh, but they're they're bipeds. Uh, they they stand upright. I, I think Predators are probably the the closest kind of movie equivalent if you're unfamiliar with the series. And that makes sense. And uh, you know they are um, uh, a warlike race and whatnot. They have a lot of uh, plasma weapons. And I thought, you know what? Especially now that we have a troop option for them, the Sphere I think really fits. Uh, fit these uh, these guys pretty well. And so by <laughs> by doing so, I'm revealing the Covenant uh, with them being a multi-alien uh, faction. I'm going to say these guys fit the Rebs the best. Um, just with the Rebs having the most kind of diverse, uh, uh, you know, makeup of their, their faction. Um, so the yeah. elites run into battle with these uh, these small guys called Grunts. And they are—they are the quintessential cannon fodder. Uh, they run around. They have plasma pistols, um, and they make little funny noises and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, they gotta be Z's. <laughs> and as as the core troop option, uh, and so I'm like, it's gotta be like a three to one ratio. There have to be like three Z's for every. Other troop or something. Like that. <laughs> um, so I, I just love the idea of having just so many Z's, just to be this kind of front line uh, force. Um, all over, all the, place. over the place. Yep. Uh, next up for, for the jackals. So the jackals kind of come in two flavors in Halo. You have ones that uh, carry pistols with shields, and ones that uh, carry sniper rifles. We have the Rin. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, of course. The Rin, uh, you know, by normal, come with uh, twin pistols um, and have one armor already. And then they also have a sniper rifle variant. So I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty good fit. Um, they don't come with four arms, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> um, so next up, I got the Hunters. So these guys are uh, these, you know, ginormous walking uh, tanks, essentially, with with huge layers of armor and a gigantic uh, cannon essentially that comes out of their, their arm that, that shoots, you know, heated plasma at you and can take out tanks. Uh, super strong, you know, they're, they're easily like two to three times the size of your character who's also, you know, atypical in height. And I'm like, okay, these guys are the Terratons. Uh, they, some notes with that is that they, they do typically come in pairs within the games. Uh, and so I was kind of leaning towards uh, the shock trooper ones, actually, um, with the, the thought being uh, the way that the shock trooper like armor kind of looks and the weapons that the that trooper has kind of fit yeah. the fit the the functions of uh, the, the hunters in the video game a bit better. And with them being a little bit smaller point wise, you can usually take two if you want um, but I do, I would say, would throw it out there that the size three is probably more appropriate for how big these things actually are. <laughs> so, uh, you can go either way, uh, with those. I think, I think either option is, 
is a solid set for for the hunters. Uh, another little vehicle nod here is that um, you know the the Covenant have a little uh, little uh, attack craft called the a ghost. Uh, it's this little purple thing that rolls around and has machine guns out the front. I thought it'd be another really good mono wheel, uh, especially since uh, the mono wheel is is ridden by uh, a sphere, and it would make sense for the elites to be riding around in these things. Makes sense to me. And so another thing that the Covenant have is kind of a sub-faction within theirs, uh, which is the form of brutes. So brutes are, you know, basically these kind of big ape-looking guys um, that, that uh, you know, they have a lot of uh, ranged weapons, but ultimately will, will turn and fight you in melee when they get mad. Um <laughs> so uh, I kind of broke it down where you have regular brutes uh, would be the Yindich. Uh, you have the like a brute champion in the form of Alpha Simeon. And you can take a brute leader uh, in the form of Shio Silverback. Um, conversely, you can um, also take, you know, the, the uh, e- either the sphere or the Rin uh, leader, uh, the, the cell leader. For the other uh, leader options for the Covenant, uh, but I I felt that um, you could almost run two themed lists out of the Covenant because in, in the games they do kind of have a little inner civil war between the elites and the brutes, and the rest of them kind of shake out in between those two factions. Um, so yeah, so within that you basically get two factions for the price of one. <laughs> and last, that sounds like and fun. lastly, uh, we have the flood, which are this you know mutagen, uh, infectious race, um, and and I mean we're talking plague all the way, like, um, <laughs> and it, it's it's almost a one to one in a lot of this in a lot of this case. Uh, so you have uh, the grave mind, which is you know this. This, this one didn't quite have a fit one uh, for it because it is technically like the leader of the flood, uh, if you can call it that. Yeah. Um, and it is like a ginormous uh, creature that's just like an amalgamation of all sorts of dead bodies. Um, but I'm like, okay, that's stage one. <laughs> uh, so, you know, <laughs> something that, that can influence uh, uh, the, the flood strain, if you will. Um, and then we also have the stage three commander I have as a proto grave mind. So when you're on your way to becoming one, uh, you know, the ability to create new zombies, um, I thought was very fitting for a, a flood themed list. Um, and so, uh, you have, uh, so in the, in the Halo games, uh, these little, these little critters, uh, uh, called infection forms, which I'm I'm gonna call ripper swarms. Uh, in here, uh, they can basically they latch onto you and they infect you, and you become uh, one of these kind of zombies or ghouls, as it were, for the human combat forms. Uh, so right. you know they're 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 uh, there's some that are just you know kind of the mindless. They run at you and and wail, and there are some in the game that use uh, weapons on you. Including grenade launcher or uh, rocket launchers, which is always painful. Um, but then there's also uh, infection infected forms of other species, uh, such as the elites, uh, which with them being kind of bigger uh, creatures, I thought they'd be fitting for a stage two uh, leaper. Um, so they they're just a little bit tougher, a little bit bigger, um, but very melee focused as well. Uh, and then you have uh, you know a creature that. Uh, carries uh, these little infection forms called the carrier form. And I'm like, that's a stage two burster if I ever saw one. Um, in, <laughs> in the game, they, they pop, you know, you, you shoot them and then they explode and all these little, uh, these little like face hugger looking things pop out of them. And, uh, oh boy. and then lastly on this list, I have the pure form, which is uh, in some of the later games. Uh, and it, it really is just kind of this big mutating uh, creature and I thought, you know what? That's an aberration. Uh, it has it has a melee centric form, and I thought that would be a really good fit for it. Right so, on. 
Uh, and I, I'll, I have this, definitely went all I out. have this all written down, <laughs> and I will post it online with the show notes uh, if you guys want to, to try it out. <laughs> um, there was a Halo miniature game a while back. I think it was actually 18 millimeter, um, but uh, you know it's actually we've we've seen it at Adepticon. People play this miniature game. Uh, I don't think it's supported anymore, um, but uh, you know it. The stuff they bring to the table always looks awesome. Um, and so, hey, if you guys want to play some Dead Zone with those models, I mean, here you go. Um, as, you know, if you had consistent minis, there, there's no problem, really. Um, well, yeah, it's just like one of our firefight guys for the Michigan GT, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's bringing a Terminator yep. list. <laughs> um, but so with, with the Halo-themed uh, thing... Uh, I did make a list of, of each of these factions. I'll, I'll, I'll probably just throw those in the show notes because I know we're going a little little on the longer side. Uh, but to wrap up, yeah. uh, we did, like, kind of with this, I was like, okay, the other fun thing about Halo was the multiplayer. Uh, and so one of the core things in multiplayer is capture the flag. Um, and so I've, yes, I've got... Actually, I have to put the map together on this uh, yet, but uh, the the concept is, you know, you basically have, uh, you know, your base and uh, your opponent's base are on opposite corners of the map, and uh, in the center is a flag, and you have you essentially have to pick it up and carry it back to your base, and then the flag will reset, uh, and that's going to be the only way you can. Uh, replenish or, or to collect victory points. Um, so you don't get any points for kills. Now, one thing with that, um, you know, with, with with the flag being in the middle, uh, you know, there's there's not as much incentive you might you might say to like not just wipe out your opponent. And uh, yeah. so I I thought. Um, uh, you know, what would be kind of a neat idea is that you can have troops options respawn at your base. <laughs> uh, and I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to set up just some respawn points that aren't directly on the base. Um, yeah. Just to, just to spread things out a little bit. Um, but uh, that I feel like will keep, keep things uh, going where where one player doesn't just get wiped out, um, you know I'll have you know I gotta gotta shake out a little bit of the details yet um, the, for the finer points on like how much points are worth um, and sure. and kind of what it's like to respawn. I had an idea where you could use the recon roll uh, to kind of determine how many you might get to respawn at the, at the beginning of a new round. Um, and kind of treat it that way, where you know a guy gets taken out uh, during the middle of round one. By the beginning of round two, there's a chance he comes back. Um, and I thought the recon roll, you know, it's something that you you don't use after the beginning of the game. Might as well uh, bring it back a little bit. Might as well take advantage of so, it. So yeah, definitely. I feel like that that would it could make for a long game, um, ultimately. But I I do feel like it adds. It can be that little bit of flavor, and hey, you could expand this out to be like a format uh, thing and really build out like bases. Um, I think could be a, That's a really cool. fun uh, way to play this uh, this particular scenario. So, um, yeah, that's that's my my grandiose Halo themed uh, you know dive into Dead Zone here. Um, I have yet to come up with a clever way to say that that beyond just Halo themed Dead Zone. <laughs> um, well, you know the Halo Zone. Uh, Halo yeah. Zone. <laughs> well, uh, that, that's what it is now. Halo Zone. Yeah. We said it. It's still yes. <laughs> Halo Zone and Woo Go Rebs. Woo Go Rebs. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's plenty of. Uh, uh, talking for for me for a while. I'm sure everyone's tuned it out by now. So, yeah. Well, it's okay. Uh, I'm I'm well, just excited for the GT now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
as we finish up the episode, it's a matter of let's finish up the stuff for the GT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, if you're listening, we'll see you yes, there. We hope to see you guys at the GT. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. And um, yeah, if, if you're listening to this, uh, we, we do. So, so I'm going to say it here, which means I'm committing us to it a bit more. Uh, we hinted at it last time. Gonna see about doing some kind of roving reporter uh, on the scenes with some some of the recording gear from uh, Thunderforge Studios, uh, letting us borrow some some yes, nice indeed. stuff. So we're gonna gonna see about doing that, and uh, th- that that's where it's like I there's part of me that kind of hopes I don't have to play because then I can do a bit more of that. Yeah. But at the same yeah, time, definitely. it also kind of works out where I'm, I'm sure I'll just I'll have moments where I can just grab sound bites from people. And um, yeah, and we hope to do a lot more of, of those kind of uh, of projects and events, and a little bit more, uh, maybe some more stuff that's in camera in the future. We'll see. Now that now that I've got the YouTube, uh, uh, the episodes are now posting to YouTube directly, uh, <laughs> yes. which saves me a whole bunch of trouble. They yeah, they pop up like almost a almost a day later, so. If you're, you can get it here first on Podbean, uh, deadzone at Podbean, uh, dot com. And then go check us out on Facebook. Yes. That's on the podcast group. And then you can hit me up on my TikTok, which is slash my TikTok slash deadzone, the podcast. Um, and then hopefully we'll get our Twitch channel back up going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got. Some. But we'll definitely be utilizing our YouTube channel. Yes, yeah, uh, we've got we got some really uh, fun stuff planned, um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great uh, season four, guys. Yeah, and it's gonna start with a recap of the yeah. GT, <laughs> <laughs> which which might have us exhausted, but you know if, if Adepticon, you know our experience with Adepticon is any indication we always come back from that just it like it doesn't matter <laughs> and and you know we're going to be like you know have games to go to in the morning well actually we don't really have well you might have to be there a little earlier in the morning most of my games are in the afternoon actually well well actually the gt starts for me thursday right i was i was just gonna say it's like uh, oh, yeah you know we might not have to be there at at the crack of dawn uh, which means we're going to be no, we're going to we be don't. staying up at your house talking till, till the crack till of dawn. <laughs> uh, I remember doing that last time. So. Yep, yep, it's a yep. thing. Big old slumber party. It's great. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you yes. soon. Have a great uh, evening and Michigan GT. And boom. Yeah. So tell me when you're done recording. I mean it's it's on Skype, which means <laughs> it's it's gonna it's recording oh, it and I can just cut out whatever I want. Okay. Uh like I could I could okay, end it right 